Hey guys, it's Stacy and Hutch, and apparently our bosses thought that we didn't talk enough. <laughs> so we're going to do a podcast. We're going to say too much. Hopefully we don't get fired, but it's a podcast, so they can't fire us for having our own thoughts. And we don't get paid for this, so how can you fire from something that you don't actually do for a job? You're not getting paid? No, are you? Let's start the podcast. Hey! 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 hey. Stacy, not to say too much. Brought to you by Mattress Galaxy. Yay! Thanks, Mattress Galaxy. Um, we are in a different studio today because we decided, hey, why not switch it up? Why not? I like these cameras better. I do too. We look much better. Don't you, Ross? Or no? You're closer. Mm -hmm. which just means I could do a better job. And you don't have to look at the side of no, my head. Because your camera faces, your camera's face, they're like way above us. Mm -hmm. and that, I don't know. I've been told, though, especially as I continue to grow in the wrong direction, mm -hmm. it's good to have those cameras with that downward angle. Yeah, if you're looking right? up, though. Usually I'm looking at Stacy and I'm going, hey. Yeah. That, and everyone's looking at the side of my yeah. head all the time. This side. Yeah. That <laughs> studio, when we inevitably build more, there mm. will be some great lessons that we took from that studio. There will also yeah, be like some, air conditioner. There will also be some lessons learned from mm -hmm. that studio. And we'll be gone by then. Yeah. So we're never going to get a it's new a studio. Stacy got her one new studio and she's in it now. Mm -hmm. And I'll never get one because Stacy got one. I'm day by day. That's what um, I always tell people. Day about my by career. day. Day we by day. Had a really good talk. And uh, you guys are going to see it now with one Lucas Graham. Now, did you know Lucas Graham is actually a band and not just one person? Yeah. And so and Graham isn't really his last name. No, no, it is not. You'll find out in a bit. We're going to talk to Lucas Graham right now. All Hello, right, guys. Hey, Hello. what's up, man? How are you? I am very, very good. I was just uh, looking at I remember my first time in Minneapolis trying to find a coffee shop and realizing I had to go into like the Skyway and up to the first floor. That was a, it was weird. Just the skyway, you'll get lost here for sure. Yes. No, but like looking for things you thought was on street level, and it's just definitely not. <laughs> well, yeah, we're very unique here. There are not many places where you, we have like an indoor gerbil system for you to be able to stay out of the cold. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, it does get very, very cold. I mean, coming from Scandinavia, I'm, I was dressed for the occasion. I had the boots and the jacket and the hat and the gloves and everything. But uh, I, I could understand as a visitor from a warmer part of the United States that the Skyway would be very welcoming. It is. It's very welcoming. You know, one of the things, too, is that we interviewed uh, Gail uh, a couple months ago in March, and she was not used to the cold weather, and she brought nothing. She didn't have a coat. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, like, that's a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, we, Stacey toward, pouring her in the right direction of the Skyway system. She went to Nordstrom Rack and she got herself a coat. So I think she's fine. Got to shut up. She hasn't come back since. So <laughs> we don't know. When are you coming back? Do you know yet? Or I actually don't even know. I don't think we have a U.S. tour planned. You know, the pandemic hit. We had to cancel a bunch of stuff. I was stuck in Europe for a few years. And uh, it's been a little back and forth motion. Now my oldest is in school. So it's also traveling has become a little more difficult. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to go back on tour in the United States. I, I think it's wonderful. I, culturally speaking, it's so different to where I'm from, yes. even though the weather might be reminiscent. Um, I mean, I like experiencing cultures. So yeah, I, whenever it's possible, you know. How has being a dad changed your life? Because I know you love being a dad just from interviews and, and just listening to your music. How is being a dad and, you know, having kids in school now, how does that change your perspective 
I mean, I have to drop a human being off at eight in the morning, which is uh, <laughs> it's different. Like, it, it was a daunting task at first, but what I realize is that now I'll drop my oldest off at eight. I'll like bike back home, pick up my little one, drop her off at the daycare, and then I can go and about my day. I can go to the gym or go have a swim, go see my friends or my mom or like, you know, that's that I'll go and have lunch at some of my friends is like where they work, you know, and just like drop in, like join them for lunch. And then I don't have to do anything until I pick my kids up around three. So it's it's also free time for a guy like me that is not always working. I mean, I'm very, very busy when I'm busy. But when I'm not busy, I, I don't have anything to do really besides what I decide to do. How old are your kids? Uh, my oldest is turning six next uh, Sunday. And my youngest is like two and a half. Yeah, I've got a six and a four-year-old. And it's funny. So your six-year-old's in first grade or, or kindergarten? It's called what we call call grade zero. Grades, they call it grade zero. <laughs> yeah, we start wow. grade zero, and then we work our way up to nine. Yeah, and it's funny because um, I took my kid to school the other day, and the stupidest things that we fight about is just like the most ridiculous thing in the world. But I'm invested as a parent to win this argument. <laughs> you know, like he's he's debating what shoes to wear. He wants to wear his Mario shoes, but he has gym that day, so he they're not the best shoes and. I'm like, why am I arguing? Like, I have better things to do with my time. And you wanted to wear the Batman shirt today. Right, yeah. So It's just like... the stupidest things. And I <laughs> hope one day you create a song that talks about the dumb arguments you get into with your kids. <laughs> because that would be a hit, I'm sure, for a lot of parents. I mean, I think it's, you said you're invested to win this argument. And then as with every investment in your entire life, you have to consider, is this an investment that will repay me or cost me? <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> yep. yep. <sighs> same with yes. marriage, right? Same same type of thing, same, you know? Same with marriage. Yeah. No, I think it's it's like with my daughter, it's like she'll, she'll we'll have the, I'll, instead of having an argument, I'll have the logical talk about it because she's now six. So it makes sense to talk like she's like, I want to wear my sandals and I just show her the weather forecast. I'm like, honey, this is not a great idea. I, I, personally, I wouldn't want wet socks going back to, like, to class. Um, but it's hilarious because now the two year old is starting to copy her. And then but, and there, there's not really any logic there. So, like then you just have a screaming competition, like forcing sneakers on a two year old that wants to wear sandals and it's pouring cats and dogs outside. Yeah. Apparently yeah. kids really care about their shoes. That's what we've learned well, I, from this whole conversation. I think what the difference between kids now and me as a kid was my parents basically had one pair of shoes or maybe they had a pair of boots and maybe they had a pair of sandals for a summer. Like we're now like, I have several pairs of shoes that I'll swap in between depending on what I'm wearing. So of course my kids look at that and they see me switching between different pairs of shoes. So they also have the want the will and the wish to change or choose what they're wearing on their feet. Yeah. And what we have to remember is our kids don't do what we tell them to. They do what we do. They're just monkey see, monkey do little people, right? Uh -huh. And at the end of the day, you can want to raise them with your words as much as you want. But at the end of the day, they're going to copy you like completely. Are your kids growing up differently than you did? Is that hard for you to kind of see like saying, you know, I grew up this way with my parents having, you know, this or not having this to where your kids um, you know, seem to see dad and doing well and uh, having the fruits, enjoying the fruits of his labor. Did you have a difference in growing up between your family and seeing your kids grow up now? I mean, I grew up in a house without a toilet or a bathroom before I was six and my dad dug the sewer system. So uh, now already now we have like, we have a whole two bathrooms in our house. <laughs> like, <laughs> Big deal. Uh, uh, 
it's a big deal coming from where I'm from. Like, and uh, we wore a lot of secondhand clothes. I mean, a chicken on Sunday was chicken sandwiches on Monday was chicken soup on Tuesday and meatloaf had a lot of cereal in it. <laughs> and like, uh, I think like I heard my daughter, it was something broke. And I heard my daughter say, well, we can just buy a new one. And I realized mm. I, I was about to swear. I just remembered I was on United States radio I and I realized I messed up. Yeah. Okay. Now we have to have this conversation. Can you just go and buy things just because something breaks? Cause that implies we can just break stuff and then we buy something new. Mm-hmm. Or if I don't want this shirt, we'll buy something new where that's not the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, so I realized I have to change my entire way of behaving around my kids. Cause yeah, some things will break and you will have to buy a new thing but it's not everything in your house that's that necessary, right? I mean, if we don't have a pan to fry food on, we will have to get a new one. But in terms of toys and clothes and shoes, it's like, honey, maybe we need to take care of our things better. And so we're in this conversation now about taking care of things and packing things away. And if we get guests who are a certain age, maybe we take some toys and put them upstairs and we take some other toys downstairs so they don't break. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and I just realized, because I we had nothing. Like, <laughs> like, it was almost like the wheel with the stick on the road, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I imagine too, when you started to get, you know, I mean, I feel like you're not really overnight, but your fame came quickly. That must have been hard to, to uh, navigate. Was that hard for you? I I think it just is what it is. And I'm not dressed in a red leather jacket driving a Bugatti. Like (laughs) people don't often recognize me on the street, no matter where in the world I am. And I like it that way. Um, I'm a pretty normal dad and a pretty normal dude. I just have an extraordinary profession and I have an extraordinary talent. Um, That reminds me of a quote that I read about you. Um, There was a photo shoot and... You just wanted to wear a T-shirt and it, I'll never forget this quote because I, and I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget to bring it up. And you <laughs> said, too many people don't have big enough balls or ovaries to be themselves. I do. And I thought that was really funny. And I love that you brought ovaries in the conversation. <laughs> Bravo. Because <laughs> I thought that's really cool that you weren't going to say, look, don't put me in a motorcycle jacket because that's not who I am. I'm a T-shirt guy. I don't even have a driver's license, let alone a motorcycle (laughs) driver's license. Put me on a bicycle then. (laughs) Yeah, right. I thought that was cool. You're staying true to yourself, even though, look, millions of people are going to see this picture. I'm still who I am. I mean, we get get to change through life. I I mean, I didn't work this hard to stay the same. It's a good old Jay-Z quote. Mm -hmm. And, but I don't need to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I feel very comfortable. Like, I am enough, you know? It must be hard, too, because when you're in the profession that you're in, uh, it's very important to choose the people that surround you because what may be reality to everyone else listening to your music is not what's real inside your circle. How do you make sure that you still live a life that is somewhat of a, a, a what you would say a normal human as opposed to the life that that you may live? And, and of all the artists we've seemed to talk to, you're super down the earth. And I think it's probably the people that you surround yourself with and your kids. They probably bring you down the earth too. And where, also like my, where I live. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I love, I love working in the United States, but I really enjoy living in Copenhagen. I live two blocks away from where I was born. I can walk to my mom's house in like five, 10 minutes. Um, and I mean, the, my, my wife, we met each other when she was 17 and I was 18. It took a while before we became a couple, but 
the fact that she knew me as a high school student and some like I remember we had an argument once and she goes I'm just super annoyed that Lucas Graham exists because I'm in love with Lucas Forkhammer which is my 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 like name by uh, a birth uh, name yeah yeah my birth name thank you very much for saving me there Stacy um <laughs> And the same thing is like I, I just went had a we just had a stag party for a friend Jens who grew up like a hundred yards from my house, and and ten out of twenty boys we'd gone to the same kindergarten right, yeah. and we were now in our mid early thirties and we were still hanging out together we still go do the stag party, and uh, and it's like, the only difference is that when we we like we had a budget of like one hundred and fifty dollars for the stag party because some some of the guys aren't employed some of them are lawyers like but not everybody can afford like the big stag party so the only difference between my friends and i now i guess was that when we couldn't afford with the budget we had the activities we wanted to do i just went and sorted it out without telling anyone like i got the party bus and like i got us like some some really cool things to do on this stag party and no one needs to know about it you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like and then there were like a couple of guys who kind of knew okay this is not in the budget they're like okay good on you like <laughs> it, it, but it like it just is what it is you know some people make less and some people like make more but at the end of the day the question we ask each other when we hang out is how are you and yeah. that's a really really important thing for me you know i um one of the things i love as a father and i'm sure this might be with you is I love singing with my kids. I love getting in the car and I love that they love the music that I love, you know? And so a couple of weeks ago, we do this thing called Music Friday. You'd released, uh, you released your song and I'm, I'm gonna try and mimic it, but man, I don't know how you hit those high notes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I'm gonna, you know, um, I'm gonna try and do it, but I'm gonna do it the way that I tried to do it in the car. And I'm like, <laughs> wish you were here, you know? And cause that's how you start the song. And my son goes, wow, you're not as good as that guy. And so <laughs> I go, well, he's had practice. He's worked very hard, but now it's a song that the three of us, you know, we try to hit those high notes and we laugh every time we do it. But <laughs> the song in general is just so good that once we get into the chorus and Khalid start, I mean, it's just, it's such a good song. And we're glad that you're, you're back and putting stuff in the United States that, that is just fun again, you know, and, and I know you COVID and all that stuff and not touring. It was hard because, you know, we couldn't hear some of that stuff, but man, I'm glad this song is out. And and I put it on my playlist as soon as I, you know, heard it on the radio. I feel oh, like you, you are much. older. You're an old soul because I mean, it was seven, what, seven years ago when you had your first song. And, and, and when I saw, I mean, we love, we love seven years ago, uh, our, um, Seven years. I, yeah. I understand completely what you mean, Stacey. Yes, thank you. Um, and we're listening to the lyrics. I'm like, well, this guy's really deep. And then you're so young. I was like, how does he have, you know, this perspective? And I mean, obviously, we all have our own, you know, thoughts and feelings about stuff. But I was like, it just seems so deep for someone so young to think these deep things about, you know, the future. But, um, and also, you know, you got that Scandinavian skin <laughs> that keeps you young, <laughs> young looking so much longer. I just think that, um, I don't know, I think you're a deeper thinker and have deeper feelings, I guess, when you are a songwriter. And I think that's probably part of why we're so drawn to what you what you put out, maybe. I don't know. That's just me gushing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just grew up in a different type of environment. Like, I grew up in, in a, a squatted neighborhood. I 
34 acres of army base abandoned in 1971. It was squatted by homeless and hippies and unemployed yeah. youngsters of Copenhagen. And so I basically grew up with like police raids and, uh, and yeah. What a way to live. Fending, fending for ourselves. Right. Yeah, I was just on another interview and, and it's like tear gas reminds me of like good times and kindergarten, which is a completely weird <laughs> it is weird. thing. Yeah. Um, and, and I think just growing up like that and growing up uh, with like the government and the police as like the enemy, like with journalists being like the enemy, basically, because what they were reporting wasn't what we experienced as children in a neighborhood that experienced like police brutality very, very close at hand. Uh, I think you just start thinking things differently and having different conversations and you're asking your parents different questions than, than what the average kid in, in, right. in your school would be, would be asking. Wow. Do you like telling uh, fans what the meaning of your songs is songs are? Because, you know, wish you were here. It means something different to me probably than what think you so. wrote it for. Does that bother? Does it, do you not like to talk about maybe the meaning of your song? Cause it then it might ruin it for someone else. Like, I don't mind talking about what I mean or what I thought when I wrote something. Um, but I think the beauty of art and the beauty of music is that we all have our own perception of things which is also why it sucks that there's anything such as a as a ranking or like award shows because mm -hmm. i can i can appreciate music that is not for me that doesn't mean it's bad music it's like we're looking at art that's not for me instead of calling it ugly i'll say it's not for me you know what i mean mm -hmm. and and the thing about music it, it just touches people in different ways and different times of their lives and some of my songs that i wrote to friends in jail or friends who got shot then my dad died and the song meant something different to me when I was singing it live, you know, it was mm -hmm. then also about my father not being there anymore and not only to my boys in jail. So I think like songs are also allowed to evolve through time. The Beatles meant something else to me when I was a kid than what they do now, because now I see my kids like jamming out to the Beatles and I, I get a completely new experience from the exact same song. Did your dad get to see your success? He did to an extent. Uh, I remember uh, I remember him describing me to a friend of his, like I, I overheard the conversation. I was definitely not supposed to hear this. He, he didn't try to inflate my ego, but he was describing me as a Johnny Cash more than an Elvis Presley because I was writing my own songs. And I, rem I remember that was such a sweet thing to say. Mm -hmm. And I remember him going on tour with me and, and being and our merchandise girl, Mary, she got uh, sick and my dad was selling t-shirts at a gig and we'd go to a bar afterwards and have drinks and like, yeah, it was wonderful having with him with me in our, our first like jobs in Germany and, and Norway, Sweden, like our first international gigs. And we went to London and, and like he saw my first gig in Amsterdam and stuff like that. But like he died the year I got my first success. It was 2012. And then I was in Berlin and I got a call and like my tour manager came in and was like, hey, like your dad died. And I had to drive all the way back home. So, it's yeah, one of those I, things that big moments like that, I'm sure, you know, between birth and death and love loss and love gain are the biggest top topics when it comes to um, writing songs. Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those things where I'm sure it affected you greatly, just like the birth of your children did. And so, oh, yeah, wish you were here. Uh, let's talk about that. How did that come about with Ryan and Khalid? And where did that all start? How did it come from? Where did it come from? I started writing it with Ryan uh, and it actually did start being like, I wish you were here to my dad, but 
we very quickly agreed that that was like a wrong road to go down. We wanted to be a little more like living and anthemic in terms of being to people who could hear it and, and, and receive that, that little, I wish you were here now. Like all my friends that can't travel the world with me and my wife when she's at home taking care of business and I'm like in sunny California talking to you guys, you know, I really wish she was here. When I go and have my coffee down the road where I, she likes to go with me when we're together, you know, and then I can send her a little picture and a little wish you were here because it's a text I'd send a lot out of, <laughs> throughout a year, like be, be it friends, be it family, be it my wife, you know. We can't wait to see the success of that song because I, I just, like I said, it's just a memory with me and my kids singing in the car and, you know, them laughing at me trying to hit those high notes. You yeah. know, speaking of those high notes, <laughs> are you writing your music knowing that once you get older and you have to tour, you can do it an <laughs> octave lower uh, when those when those high notes are get a little get a little harder for you? Let's see. I mean, my my range has only been growing for the past years, so uh, oh, I think cool. it's also about keeping it keeping it going and then. Some of it will go down, some of it won't. I think it's very like, look at Tom Petty. He was belting it for as long as he could. He really and he was. Didn't write, he didn't write it easier for himself just because, oh, let's think of tomorrow. Like, so I, I can slack. Today, to, You're no slacker. <laughs> I think today is an important day, you know. Today yeah. is the best day of my life. And today I will have the time of my life. You know, I always think of the three the three guys that can just do that gracefully and without effort. Adam Levine, you, and Pat Monahan. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. those Ryan guys. Ryan Tedder is also one of those guys, you know. Is he? I, he oh, yeah. He hits we were, those high notes, and he means it. Yeah, and, and it just has that oomph. It just has that, because there's not many of you guys out there that can do that, so. You know, our morning show producer can sing one of your songs he tries to mimic yeah it's really weird it's crazy we'll have to send your we'll label have to that send video. You the video yeah. of him doing it and we tried to get him to stay long enough to come in and like sing for you along with the music but he chickened out and ran yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty we'll do fun. it we'll duet we'll duet when i come visit you guys oh my god time. man we can't wait come visit us in studio we can't wait to see you in concert and hopefully a tour is coming to the u.s very soon man that would be wonderful. It was so good thank, to talk to you. Thank you very much for your time, you guys. Yeah, now That's I know so not nice to argue you. about my kids with shoes. Yes. I'll just let I'll, them get their socks wet. A, you know? a parenting lesson from <laughs> Lucas Graham. Sometimes we just need to let them get their socks wet. That's a great quote. <laughs> right? It sure is. Okay, thanks. sounds good, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Good talking to you. Take care, you guys. Hey, All right, bye. Well, there you go, Mr. Lucas Graham. He's so awesome. He is very stressful. I hope guy. he. I hope he does make a song out of my quote. Sometimes <laughs> you just need to wear wet socks. I hope he. I hope he does that. Do you Won't think? you be proud? Album be. title: Wet Socks and Double Underwear. If he listen, if he does Wet Socks album title, I want my cut. Or go on tour with him. Maybe he'll get Either you some or. nice wet socks. I know. Hey, guess what it's time for? What? Pass or play. Da, 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 da. I have to get my lucky pen. Pass or play. Pass or play. It's time to play the game. All right, Russ. I love that you guys both take this game so seriously. You get pens and paper to doodle on I know. and think yeah. about well, your answers. It's my lucky pen. She does it, so I feel like I have to. Mm -hmm. The all-time standings. Fun. The all-time standings for pass or play sit at 10 to 9. Hutch, he reclaimed the lead last week. Your topics today. Mm -hmm. Types of rock. Mm. Another Stacy. Mm. I want to stand with you on a mountain. Ooh. Dirty 30. <laughs> Random trivia question from KSTP Channel 5's Matt Belanger. 
Oh, Matt Belanger. What was the one before that? After I want to stand with you on a mountain? Dirty 30. Okay. And I think Stacy goes first now because you know she that trails. Dirty 30 is actually a really dirty term. Oh, can really? I, mm-hmm. Can I say it on a podcast? Well, we can. So a Dirty 30 is kids hold your ears where a group of people get together on someone's 30th birthday and do horizontal refreshments. Oh. And then they blow up the candles and all have cake. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Did you know that or no? Um, I'm not. I'm. I knew there was a reason why people called it Dirty Thirty. I had I'm a not... Dirty Thirty. You did not. By myself <laughs> at Red Lobster with their Cajun chicken linguine Alfredo. Yesterday, somebody. Oh, so good. Yesterday, somebody on your side of the hallway asked me when was my birthday, which is actually coming up. Yeah, somebody asked me that yesterday too. When is it? Okay, uh, October second. But here's the thing: I don't really pay much attention to my birthday anymore because I'm sad, lonely, and single. See? So I don't really pay any attention to it. Hmm. So when they asked me before I answered... Did you pause? Yes, because I had to think, did I already have it? How old are you? <laughs> I'll be, be 36. Oh, gotcha. Dirty 36. Dirty 36. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have a dirty 40. So... <laughs> okay. right. I didn't uh, so anywho, <laughs> types of rock, another Stacy. I want to stand with you on a mountain. Okay. Dirty 30 or random trivia question from KSTP Channel 5's Matt Belanger. I feel like he, the topics and categories always get longer titles. They do. Okay. Um, and now is the rock thing going to be about actual rocks? Because that I'm not bad at. Or, or the rock. Will it be about the rock? Or <laughs> the will rock. it be about rock and roll? 30 Rockefeller Center. <sighs> I should put a wrestling trivia question in here. Oh, that would point. be unfair. Um, rock. You're going to have to give me a thumbs up or thumbs down if it's right or wrong. Okay. Oh, perfect. I'm going to say, let's go with uh, another Stacy. We'll see if oh, I'm lucky knowing about myself. Another Stacy. I knew you would play this one. You kind of legally have to. Yeah. Who plays Stacy Jacks in the 2012 mm-hmm. jukebox rock comedy Rock of Ages? Is it A, Alec Baldwin, B, Paul Giamatti, C, Russell Brand? Or D, Tom Cruise. Pass or play. Okay. Uh, boy, that's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Your options again are Alec Baldwin, Paul Giamatti, Russell Brand, or Tom Cruise. Now I'm trying to remember who was the big star. And I think I remember going, oh, why does the big star have to have that name? Because I think I was not excited about the fact that it was Tom Cruise. Because I didn't really like him then. But then again, was that Alec Baldwin? Was that Alec? Because at the time he was kind of a jerk too. Because he was yelling at his daughter a lot. Are you sure you really want to play this one? Or Maybe I don't know it. mm, No, you know it. Because I can tell by that look in your eye. You're like, "Mm, I know it. Let her pass it to me. The Alec Baldwin voicemail. One of the reasons why I have trouble loving that guy. I know. Yeah. But I've since forgiven him because I think his daughter has to. I'm going to say it. I'm going to play. I'm going to say it was Tom Cruise. (sighs) That is correct. Did you know it? Good work. Oh, boy. I was going to say Paul Giamatti. Ah. WNBC. Uh, Fun (laughs) fact, though, all four of those people that I named are in that movie. That's Mm -hmm. why I finally started watching it. It's a star-studded cast. It is. And Tom Cruise is really good at it. I don't love it yet, but I'm only, honestly, I'm 30 minutes into it. It's a fall asleep to movie. For I me. am going to do Matt Belanger, Channel 5 question. 
Random trivia question from Matt Belanger. Matt Belanger. He's such a nice guy. I don't even know how to quantify this question or what it means, but I'm trusting him here. How many muscle units are there in an elephant's trunk? A, 150,000. B, 15. (laughs) C, 150. I love how frustrated you are already. I know. Or D, 1,500. I'm going to yell at him. (laughs) Um, I'm going to pass this one. I think Stacey has a better chance of getting it wrong than I do right. (laughs) So I'm just going to pass it. Hopefully I get the point. All right. I'm going to say 150. 150 you're going to go with. Um, We got to clarify. There's a lot of one fives. Oh, okay. So quickly giving the numbers. 150,000. Okay. 15. 150. Or D, 1,500, 1,500. Oh, okay. Um, Boy, they do a lot with that thing. I'm still sticking with 150. <laughs> That's what she said. Hutch and I both looked at each other. 150, right 150. 150. I'll go with 150. 150. No! Oh, sorry. I hit the wrong one. Wrong. Wrong. Yeah. Is it 1,500? It's 150,000 muscle really? units. Wow. Whatever that even means. I'm guessing there's a lot of those uh, muscles that can bend a bit in there with some cartilage. Never, never do that question with Matt Belanger ever again. Mm. Well, that is a good thing to know, though. No, right? That is he a is real interesting one. A very kind person to run into and talk I to. I had logic there. I'm glad I got that point. Way to go, buddy. Thanks. One to one. We're down to three types of rock. I want to stand. Yep, we get it, Ross. Thank you. And Dirty 30. <laughs> you don't have to sing it every time. I think he does. We can go with Stace. Oh, um, uh, I, I just can't pick Dirty 30 because it's just gross now. So <laughs> I'm going to do the mountain one. Right. I want to yes. stand with you on a mountain. Savage Garden was awesome. Reading from peakvisor.com, lovingly known as the land of 10,000 lakes, the state of Minnesota is not particularly known for its mountains the highest and most prominent of which is Eagle Mountain in northern Cook County. Oh, yeah. Fun fact, it stands at 2,297 feet. feet. yeah. I just gave you one. How many total mountains does the state of Minnesota have per peakvisor.com? I may Uh-oh. have said advisor. It's peakvisor.com. This is, easy. is it A, 11, B, 121, C, 18, or D, 518? My favorite part of that question was Hutch going, so easy. (laughs) You don't know. I don't. I know you don't know. I mean, I shouldn't tell you that, but you already knew I didn't know. Of course. I'm no fool. Boy, that's a really, yeah, we are not known for our mountainous areas. We have some. Well, you're thinking. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to stay <laughs> with you on a Let's see. Um, I'm gonna, we do have some. So I'm going to say, I'm going to just have to play because he does. Well, maybe I won't play because he doesn't know either. So there's a quarter of a chance that I could get it right. We both have a quarter of a chance. And, and... there's a three-fourths chance he'll get it wrong. Mm. So I'm going to I'm gonna pass it. I'm going to go with your second answer, which was 121. Yeah. Here you go, the 121. Yeah! 
son of a bee. <laughs> I should have played my guess. Lucky guess. Hutch takes it two to one. You guess the same thing. That's what I was going to guess. Because yeah. I say I know we don't have five hundred because that's too many. I'm going to pick Dirty Thirty because I have to. Because you gotta. Ugh. Dirty Thirty. Love Dirty Thirty. I do like Me this and Red Lobster. Bloomington's own Mall of America turned 30 mm. back on August 11th. Since opening on August 11th of 1992, how many different names has the theme park had? No multiple choice here. All right. So there was Pass the first one, or play. which wasn't Camp Snoopy, I don't believe. I'm going to guess you're playing because yes. you're talking this yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving her this one because she is a huge Mall of America person. There's no way I'm passing it, just in case. Um, it's either two or three. Um, I'm going three, final answer. You're going three, final answer. Yeah. This would be for the win, by the way. Okay. Your logic was wrong, but your answer is right. Yeah. Oh, there was something in between Nickelodeon and Camp Snoopy. Yeah, Camp Snoopy actually started it out. Mm -hmm. Then there was uh, basically, um, I think, a rights or contract dispute. Yes. I, I might be speaking out of turn there yeah. a little bit. They then went with the park at Mall of America or the oh, rides at Mall of America. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of Nick a nothing, just generic, and then it was Nick Universe. Nick Universe. Which I think I think that's been Nickelodeon very fits so much better, mm -hmm. I think, than Camp Snoopy and the park or whatever it was. I think, yeah, I really think that. I mean, it was very Minnesotan. What was yeah, Woody Charles Schultz. Was, yeah. Yeah, anti Charles Schultz. Who are you? All right. It is. <laughs> so I win. Yeah. Yes, you win. You're. You now but, take the overall lead. It's eleven to nine. It's that strategy. Good job. That with strategy. That. Yeah, because I. Yeah, I had mm, wasn't going to take a guess on that one. All right, let's do uh, snack chat. Yay, snacking. Ba, 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 Actually, no. Ba, ba, wait. Ba, ba. Before oh, we do that, did you have a new one? No, before we. He will eventually. Oh, I thought you sent it to us, and I just didn't. No. Open the email. <laughs> no. He asked for ideas and we never sent him ideas. Oh, I didn't get that far. <laughs> Story of my life, by Sorry, the way, buddy. here. Herding we cats. Been, we've been very busy and the cats have been very herdless. <laughs> Sorry. We'll um, get there. Okay. Guess what? Hmm. What? It is time for Stacy to tell us all about Mattress Galaxy. Oh, good. I'd like to do that because they are having their um, open house or open house, open uh, grand opening, I should say. And I will be there October 1st. I believe that's the Saturday, a Saturday. And uh, we're celebrating the new location that they have in Woodbury, which is beautiful. And uh, right now you can actually get very lucky with some very cool things. Let me tell you what, it is, what they are. They are offering you if you are uh, part of their shopping experience and you decide to get uh, a new bed there. They're celebrating by giving you free same-day delivery, free setup, free removal and recycling of their old of your old bed and free comfort exchange. If you don't absolutely love your bed, they'll make sure that you do by exchanging for what you do like. And at any of their locations, of course, they have them in the new Woodbury uh, showroom. There's also Hudson and Hastings and New Richmond. Um, you can register to win a brand new Tempur-Pedic adjustable smart base set. Now, don't let that keep, stop you from buying a bed, you know, at one of their other locations because you love this one. If you end up registering and you win the, the um, Tempur-Pedic adjustable smart base set, they'll just refund you for the one that you bought and then everything will be fine. And we'll just say that's for a limited time because you may be listening to this podcast five months from now. True. So it, exactly. if you go and be like, I want to win that, and they're like, we're not doing it, don't get mad at us. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So the, the new location is on Woodbury Drive and Radio Drive on Hudson Avenue, right by the water tower off 94. So Mattress Galaxy, sleep better now. And if you're listening 10 years from now, yeah. The Woodbury Drive is no longer new. Mm -hmm. It's been there for 10 years. It's 10 but, years old. <laughs> but it's super nice. But it's great. 
And, and if you're you listening know, 10 years from now, let us know. We would love to hear. Because yeah. right now, Stacy's probably retired on a beach. How do we sound in the future yeah. if you're listening we, 10 years yes. ahead? I probably was fired from some ridiculous reason. And how gray is my hair now? Right. <laughs> October 1st is indeed a Saturday. Oh, thank you, because I hope I got that right. Otherwise, I'd feel really stupid. Now it's time for Snack Chat. uh, Yay! Because the podcast is running late. I don't have any food news for you guys, but I do have snacks for you. Oh, boy. Good. We are going to start. could use some food. I love this. One of my favorite chips. This is why I asked you yesterday. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite chips is Funyuns. I love Funyuns. Mm -hmm. Funyuns now doesn't just come in rings. It comes in actual chips. What? Chips? Right. And this is why I'm super excited because I thought the ring didn't give us enough. Where did you find these beautiful babies? This one I think was at Holiday, I believe. At Holiday. Holiday. How have they not oh, reached like a deal can... with Green Day, by the way? This oh, is so something good. I like about this studio is we can actually show you the foodies without having to contort our bodies. I know. These are wavy Funyuns. I like those. Limited time flavor. I need a little more Funyun flavor on it, but I do like mm. them. I love Funyuns. Oh, my God. Funyuns are the best. I might like the corn. I know I'm going to like these, so I just took a few. Okay. You can actually keep the bag. Okay. Well, all right. It's limited time, though, so if you want them, you better Here's the thing. I like them because I like the flavor of Funyuns, but I prefer the corn. You know what that tastes like? What? Tastes like French onion chip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good, though. It's good. I would eat it. I would buy it, but I like the rings better because I don't know. Because they're more ringy. I was excited for that. That's pretty good. liked it, too. Pretty good. You guys might want to take a sip of water because now we're going to uh, beautiful dessert. Oh, yippee. Mm. So from salt to now, these had come out before. These are also limited time, but I never got to try them. Okay. Now it is back. It is the Brookie. The Brookie? Oh, yes. All the cookies. So, nope. So what it is, is brownie on top. This is ice, the the filling. Mm -hmm. It's uh, a chocolate cookie, but then the filling is a brownie flavor. The regular Oreo flavor and then cookie dough flavor. And it's a brand of Oreos, too. Oh, that's a that triple yeah. layer. Yeah, Oreos, that. to me, are like pizza. I've never had a bad Oreo. Some are just better than others. That makes sense. I, the one thing Oreo did that was so good, they invented this uh, this top wrap where you can just peel it yes. back and then put it back in place. And yes. then everybody else copied them. Yeah, Do you have other Oreos that you like beyond the original? Well, Stacy actually doesn't like the chocolate Oreo. Yeah. She yeah. likes the golden. I oh, those or- those golden ones are good. Here's a yeah. here's a closer look, at, guys. Also, there's oh. no need. Guys, to- we got to start doing a podcast in here. There's- I think so. Sorry, Ross. Well, that's fine. Yeah, I like the other room because it's specifically for the podcast, but. Mm. It is nice to be able now, to do have a I camera not? at home. Okay, I'm going to do this different. Oh, mm-hmm. you can't really peel these apart. They're stuck together. Okay. I never peel an Oreo apart. I and, always do. And did, was it Paul Folger? Who was with me the day that Paul Folger was in here telling us how to take open the Oreo? Oh, the, it was Paul. Oh, my God. These are brilliant. Look at that. Can you hand me another one? I want to talk about my mouthful. Mm-hmm. I want to try just the filling. There's just the filling. I'm going to take another one. Those are good. I'm going to eat just the filling. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tastes like chemicals. <laughs> Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Let me try one just the filling, because I feel like that's how mm. these should be eaten. Yeah. Eight. It's probably better with um cookie. Now, if I were, I'm kind of a picky eater, I guess, but. Mm. Those are good. Mm-hmm. If I had some golden Oreo, what I would do is take the cookie and dissect it. And then put it on the golden Oreo, but leave the stuff inside mm. and then put it together with this stuff. And then I'd really be a real pain in the butt and a bad 
My junk food eater. My, I love that. My mind really just wandered here. Mm-hmm. But um, I got to ask, can you claim this food on your taxes? I, I probably could, yeah. This but is I, for work purposes. This There's is, so much that you have to. <laughs> this is what Stacy, I always the, I, try to figure out. is tough, right? Because yeah. it's 25 grand for single people. So if you can claim 25 grand and over. And stuff of, of like food. I mean, I bet we could come up with it. Uh, I don't know. 25 grand for me would be hard because this was two bucks. Well, you know, like. But we do it every week. You spend week. a lot of time at Jim's Apple Farm, though. <laughs> I do. But I, you know, $25,000 to spend extra of my own money. I know there's no way I spend twenty because I would have to cut back. You would have yeah. to. You know, really be very particular about keeping receipts and everything. And, and a lot of it, I I I, I expense anyway with our okay. company. So okay. like, oh. I did not know I expense anything. I did not know that part about the twenty five grand. So yeah, that's it's a lot. It's twenty four, twenty five grand. It might be once a lifetime where you're like, I have to buy all these things. Moving for a job. Moving that would add. You um, know. like you have to buy a new computer. Yeah. You've got sound the stuff for the walls at home to record stuff and I don't know. Yeah. Hubbard Broadcasting does not endorse this as real tax advice. Yeah, listen, trust us. We're just <laughs> guesstimating here, but yeah, it's I'm a just real watching the, the news, but anyway. All right, well, there you go. That's it. Two We're for done. two, Hutch. Good work. Yeah, I listen, that was lucky. That was just a good placement of playing the right question at the right time. Um, oh, no, I meant on the snacks. Oh, on the yeah. snacks. Yeah. Past the yeah. game. Oh, I'm on by the, the way, on our next podcast, we're going to have Jax. Yes. Jax is going to be on our next podcast nice. and uh, she's going to perform Victoria's Secret. Super excited. Uh, and we're going to ask her some questions and uh, enjoy it there. And then coming up in two podcasts, we're actually going to be live. Oh, I got to tell you this. I'm telling you this right on a podcast. We need you October 9th. <laughs> so no plans for you. At O'Shaughnessy Distilling Company. Andy Grammer is performing. At O'Shaughnessy Distilling Company, if you can do it, Ross. We know what day October 9th It's a Sunday. Is. It's a Sunday. That may be a problem. Because we'll, the Vikings we'll are playing. Out. Either that or you're you're devoting yourself to our Lord. No, it's the Vikings. <laughs> what, what, time's the, what time's the Lord? First the Lord time. is any time. <laughs> and the Vikings are at noon. No, this is a, this is a Sunday yeah, deal. No, yeah. I actually think I have a real conflict that Sunday that is not Which Vikings friend are you hanging out with it. besides me? Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the Andy Grammer concept. No, no, we're actually about to go through a birthday palooza in our family where oh. we have we have literally like 20 birthdays over. Really? Like four, it's so many. I would be so mad if some someone scheduled a birthday party during a Vikings game. Well, it's kind of. So here's the thing. My dad and I are very similar. If if something like that's going to happen, then there needs to be access to the. Game. Oh, got it. So it's not like we won't. And be they're playing the Bears. See the game. The Bears. The Bears. Yeah. So. There's a real conflict on that day. Will you be able to survive without me? <laughs> we'll figure it out. You let me tell you, with Stacy and I though, you'd have so much fun with Andy Graham. He's gonna I be know. He's and gonna, all the food and whiskey. Yeah, Andy Grammer's gonna hug you. You know what? Bring the party to us. Tell your family they're coming over to hanging out with us. Wouldn't We'd that? love to meet I would love to meet the other Brendels. Do you here's, think they all look exactly yes, like him? Yes. Here, here's the thing. I, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell my family, hey, we're all gonna go hang out with Stacy and Hutch and my sisters <laughs> who are very protective of me, even though they're we're all old now. My sisters would say, Hutch, is that the one who wouldn't go to the gopher game with you? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah, what they exactly. would say. Are they I single? See your sister would, no, they're not. Do you need would, a brother-in-law? Oh. No, they're not. I, already, I have two great brother-in-laws. Oh, okay. All right. Just they ask look exactly for a, like you, but with long hair and lipstick. God, wouldn't that, if their mom just looked like him with the I, same glasses <laughs> and the same haircut. Let me, I'll find a picture and show it to you guys when we're done with the pot. Okay. Oh, yeah. All don't right. show your mom on camera. And then yeah. I got to figure out what the real issue is because I do know there's some. Right when you said it, I knew there was an issue. All right. right well, well, we'll sort it out. All right. There you go. That is Stacey Not Say Too Much brought to you by Mattress Galaxy. 
Like we said, next one, Jack's is what Chips we'll be are great. I know, aren't they good? Let's have a feast. All right, we'll see you guys. Follow us on social. Stacy with an I, KS95. Hutch with an H, KS95. And, of course, KS95 picks on Instagram. And then you can watch us at KS95.com. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Your dog is more than just your bestie with the cutest face ever. Get to know them on a genetic level with Embark Vet. Developed by veterinarians and PhDs, Embark screens for more than 215 genetic health risks across more than 350 breeds. It's top-notch science for your top-notch pup. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today. Your story, it lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it, whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.